spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. It is that time of the year. By the way, the last time this year that this young lady joins us. Uh, she's been with us through all the chaos and craziness. She was our election insiders and continues to be the insider of the elections. The one, the only, the former governor of the great state of Arizona. The governor, Jan Brewer. You got any juicy stories for us that uh, you can tell us before we have to beat it out of you? No, I have no juicy stories <laughs> other than the weather report. It's freaking freezing cold outside. <laughs> Oh, language. <laughs> Let's jump into it, Governor. Senator Kirsten Cinema leaves the Democratic Party. She is now an independent. Uh, is this a shrewd move to try and get reelected? What do you make of the move? Democrat to independent for Cinema? Well, we saw her pivoting and pivoting all along for quite a while now. So I wasn't surprised that she was going to do something, not knowing what exactly it was. But obviously, that's what she was headed for. I think the numbers that I've seen, she wasn't faring very well in the Democratic Party. And she's tried to be in the middle of the road and then you get hit by both sides. But now that she's went to the independents, maybe she'll pick up some of those. Uh, lefties and and righties in the center and the independents and then win the race again. I don't know. It's an interesting strategy on her her behalf. Hey, Governor, does cinema being an independent make others think, I'm absolutely 100% willing to work with both parties? That's why I'm an independent. Do you think that's the message she's trying to send? Um... I don't know. I think that's the message he's trying to send. It's probably a correct way to say it. I don't know if it's working in that direction or not. I think there are some people that might believe it. But I think that she's looking out for her career, for her, you know, her office. Hey, Governor, when you're independent, you're on your own. When you have the parties behind you, what difference does that make when it comes to an election time? Well, the party used to be the backbone of every election. I mean, they were there to back you up. They gave you resources. They gave you mailing lists, uh, you know, safety in numbers. You were all gathered together, huddled down and running as teams, et cetera, et cetera. We haven't seen a lot of that lately. Well, because uh, Kelly Ward's parties. nuts. She hasn't led our party up and beyond of what it was. She has kind of brought it down and divided this. It's been very, very divisive. But uh, the parties used to be wonderful. Kirsten, cinema has a machine, I've been told, and I have seen it in action, some of it at least, uh, of uh, several people. I mean, she probably has a, the party of Kirsten cinema. I mean, she's got a great volunteer group of people all over the state. So she very well could be very, very successful without a party behind her. And we've got candidates now on the Republican side that always relied on uh, the party and, and no one's relying on the parties anymore. So I don't know, you know, we got to get our parties back. There's not a lot of faith with anybody now with the parties. So I would like to say that I think really and truly, though, that we have to keep our philosophy so people know what the philosophy, if you're a Republican or the philosophy, if you're a Democrat, what it stands for, your platform yeah. is important. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer is joining us. Governor Doug Ducey coming uh, towards the end of uh, the Ducey era in Arizona. What will he be most remembered for? Oh, gosh. Um, I thought that, you know, after we laid the plan, the the economic recovery plan out in, in my administration, that he was able to step in and move forward. He brought businesses into the state. Uh, that's what grows our economy. It makes it survive. And he happened to become governor when things were turning around, um, which is, you know, a, a good thing, because then you can do a lot of different things. And I think he accomplished a lot of those things. But let me say, on behalf of my administration, that we were in there during 
in the hard times. We had to pick up the pieces. We had to solve it. We put the plan out there for economic development, and we put the plan out there for education. Uh, so I don't want to minimize uh, uh, my administration and the people that were working for me during the time we were in there during the bad times. So I think you'll have a good legacy. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer is joining us. So being a former governor and you watched Ducey do the job that you did, well, what about uh, education? So he was forced to do oh. the 20% by 2020 by the teachers. Oh, you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. He clearly doesn't like public schools. He loves the charter schools. You know, he likes to call himself the education governor. I think that's a joke. How do you think he did with education in the state of Arizona in eight years? Well, you know, I don't think that he was fair and square with the education community. That was why I got involved in politics. But I thought he did put more money into it. And he, you know, looked for some accountability. He could do a lot more. I I don't know what he's doing now in regards to the uh, lifting the uh, aggregate spending limit for them. As I understood reading in the paper that they were going to go into special session to deal with all of that. And he hasn't done that. And if he doesn't do it, that's going to be a big blemish on his legacy. Huge. How? Well, because, I mean, you don't promise people things and then not deliver. I mean, you don't say, okay, you, you support this person and what I want for my legacy, and then we will come back in a special session. And they didn't get it in writing, I guess, which nobody ever does. I mean, his word is a handshake agreement. Yeah. But it is um, something that if he doesn't do that, I mean, the money's already been appropriated. Yeah. The money, they just can't spend it. Right. And that doesn't make any kind of sense. That's just sort of like being like a mean girl, you know? I mean, it's just, it's not, it doesn't make sense to me. So I don't know how they're going to resolve it. He still has time to call him into special session. We'll see. All right. Former governor of the great state of Arizona, the last time this year, yeah. Governor Jan Brewer. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And Gatos and Chad love you. I love you, too. And Merry Christmas to you and everyone. All right. There she goes. Former Governor Jan Brewer. Look at her go. Wow, just hanging out with Santa Claus. Bye. Some uh, some harsh words there at the end for Ducey. I think she said, listen on the economy. He took over what I started. That's what she said. Uh, I, you know, you give Ducey a thumbs up on the economy in Arizona. I think we're all cool with that. He's brought in big business. Very Are we good. supposed to give her a thumbs up? Yeah. For what she did? I think so. Okay. Well, if, you know. It if, feels if, like, if, and look, you know what? You kept it moving, right? Like, that's all that you kept it going. Right. Like, Katie Hobbs good. has to keep going concerning the economy in Arizona with what Ducey started. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to. You know, public education, when it comes to schools, you know, I said it earlier today, doesn't like public schools. He's got a grudge against teachers. He felt that they embarrassed him uh, with Red for Ed, and they forced him to do the 20 by 2020, and he's holding a grudge. And I think that he has the votes, you know, to get this thing moved on, and he don't think he wants to do it. So that's just me. Uh, but uh, I, I think he becomes a very petty man when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't know if he has the votes, and I don't know if he does have the votes. My assumption is he still has a shot to do something, but uh, will he is the I, big question. I think question. he'd rather see it just hang out there. I think he'd rather just see it just, just we'll see if it happens, we'll see if it doesn't. Because all that money is allocated to the schools anyway, you just need the nod. And I think he, I hate to say it, I just think it's a grudge, man. I think he likes to see people in education squirm. And I think it's really, I think it's, 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 uh, it's, it's lousy. Anyway, all right, uh, it is time for Five Spot. Let's keep it on Governor Doug Ducey. How about that? Five Spot. We need five of you to call. 
We're putting you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. And we're just going to ask you this simple question. Ducey's turn, term ends in early January. Tell us one thing that he did that'll stick with you. Could be a good thing. Could be a bad thing. Uh, but it's something that you're going to remember from Ducey in eight years. Okay, I know I have I have mine. You have yours, but two seven seven KTAR two seven seven five eight two seven. The one thing that that Ducey did that'll stick with you, good or bad. Six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven. I love Chad's. Chad's got a great one. All right, that is coming up next. Five spot on the Gatos and Chad show. And Chad. All right, five spot. Here's how we play. Put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. You know, Governor Ducey's term ends in early January. Uh, tell us the one thing that he did that sticks with you. Could be something good. Could be something bad. Could be something off the wall. Um, it's uh, it's just a very simple question. The guy he was governor for eight years. I think he did a lot of good things. Uh, you know, I think he screwed up COVID. So did everybody else. I think he hates education. <laughs> I don't get that. But, you know, uh, it wasn't all bad and it wasn't all good. So tell us uh, something about Ducey that'll stick with you. Uh, let's go with Dan in Phoenix. So what stuck with you from Ducey's uh, uh, tenure here? Well, guys, Gato's kind of stole my thunder right there because, um, you know, I think Ducey did do some good things. But the one thing I'll never forget is his handling with COVID in particular going MIA and then getting upset during every press conference during that time when anyone asked him anything about it. It was very petty. I, 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 he, he gets angry and you could see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing with COVID is this. Um, nobody did a good job. And I, and I include citizens, government, CDC, president, everybody. But it, to me, there was a, a part of COVID where I thought Ducey didn't care. And that's what I didn't like. You know, stopped the press conferences, didn't tell us anything that was going on. I didn't like that he welcomed Trump all those times because that was a super spreader, you know. And so that was that that was some stuff I, I didn't like. See, for me, when it came to covid, uh, there's I another part at, of this, though. Yeah. You know, I, I agree at times. He, he, You know, like you could add one a month. Maybe one every couple of weeks. I think the same thing. They kept coming out every day, and it was the same thing over and over again. But, again, we all did bad, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Nobody across the globe add, did well. Let me add something good. Uh, Ducey got teachers the shot, and he got them the shot early. Yeah. So kids could get back in school. That was good. That was very good. Okay. Uh, so, as I said, with Ducey, there's good and bad. Absolutely. I'm not just going to dump on the guy. That was awesome. He yeah. got teachers the shot early. And guess what? Arizona kids went back to school. Uh, 100%. Okay. Uh, Harley and surprise. What was the the thing that you'll be reminded of when you think of Ducey? When he sent Trump to voicemail. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was my thing. <laughs> no, that was all I a, got, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, thanks man. man. That was my thing right there. When he sent it to voicemail, I just thought, boom. Yeah. When he finally realized, you know what, I got to do my job, and he went and did it. And yeah. he was talking to Broomhead today. Guess what he's doing? He's helping Katie Hobbs get ready to become governor. He's not. He's 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 not acting like a child. No, he's acting like an adult. And uh, he's had meetings with with Katie Hobbs. He said his door is always open. I believe him. Yeah. So I again, so good and bad and And I hope yeah. she takes advantage of it. She right? is. So you far, know? she is. Uh, John in Apache Junction. Uh, wh- what about you with Ducey? 
I'm very disappointed in him. He did absolutely nothing for voter, uh, voter integrity uh, support, and the border is still wide open. The attorney general gave him an easy one on that, too, by saying that we were under an invasion, and he dodged the bullet. That's not Ducey's fault. Ducey didn't open the border. Joe Biden opened the border. No, yes, he can. Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution and the Tenth Amendment okay. gives the state the right to uh, enforce federal immigration laws. Ducey knows that. It's been well, told to him several uh, times. It's not an invasion like a lot yeah, of people think. Really? This is, we don't have a militia and having people coming over here in, in, in tens of thousands invading I, The us. guy put shipping containers up on the border. Yeah, yeah. That's so. more than a lot of other governors have done. Uh, Jeff in Scottsdale, uh, what about you with Ducey? The Ducey days. The Ducey days. Yeah, so, hey, I'm going to keep it positive. And to be honest, I, I know that the border, we, we need those workers. So I don't know what the hang-up is with figuring out how to get them over here, but we need folks to get over here and help us out. What I'm going to remember is that Ducey, at, at his core, is an entrepreneur, and he's also... Uh, he owned restaurants and headed up restaurant companies. And if you remember, in April, we were supposed to reopen. He actually popped restaurants open in March, which saved our restaurant groups because we were closed for a season and we were looking at being closed for a whole season, spring training, et cetera. He opened us up. He got us back open. And it's not just restaurants. It's bars. It's distributors. It's everybody that's part of that ecosystem. He, he yeah, sure he didn't do that with money he back sh- in the best he, sh- he could. He sure didn't do that with gyms, did he? Well, well, maybe he doesn't like to work out, but he yeah, likes to eat out. Like so. He there doesn't like the one guy. There, there, you was, go. there was a battle that, right See, there. that's pettiness, and I think that the governor is petty at times. Yeah, you know. That whole gym thing, okay. Who, last call. The last call. Lisa and Coolidge, uh, what about you with Ducey? I think you'll remember. Yes, with Ducey, I feel that he had eight years to work on the border, and he waited until it was a political issue during the midterms to put those shipping containers up at the border how'd that so work? why did it take eight years and how did that work out for his party not very well no nobody it. won i don't think he did it <laughs> i don't think he did it because of midterms i don't think he did it because of midterms i think you he did think it so. no, no i think no, he no. no i think he's at the end of his he's at the end of his uh, uh term he doesn't like that biden uh didn't do anything in the border because i'll do it myself hey and, good- I, and you got to think about this too when it comes to that thing and let's not forget that you know uh the, the man that was leading this was there was uh trump trying to get a wall right. so he probably wasn't going to usurp trump in that way uh the deucey days what would stick with you what has stuck with you five spot thanks for the calls up next hey why are lawmakers about to ban the most popular social media app ever and uh, we'll talk about it next ktar news 92.3 fm you're locked in to the gatos and chad show all right thanks for tuning in thanks for checking us out we got a couple shows left of the year friday's a big christmas extravaganza make sure you're here it's gonna be extravaganza fun. so lawmakers are about to ban uh tiktok so I think most of you know what TikTok is. It's the biggest uh, social media. The biggest succubus on earth. Yeah. And it's if you want to talk about numbers, TikTok has 66 million monthly active users in the United States. And some lawmakers say it is dangerous and it's all because of China. So really, a lot of all your kids are on TikTok. If you're listening to us now, your kid has a TikTok, I'm guessing. Here's the update. It's actually 80 million active users in the United States. Average daily usage time, 1.5 hours. That's insane. All right, so our kids are on it. A lot of adults are on it. You know, I 
And we'll tell you why it's dangerous in a second, why the lawmakers don't want anyone. They want to ban it, actually. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not on TikTok. I know exactly what it is. I get sent TikTok videos. I think if you go to Facebook, there's something called Reels. Yeah. You click that, you'll get lost for an hour. I am. I mean, you know this as well as anybody. I mean, I, you can get lost for an hour. You're watching people do things, and it's kind of stupid. But you know what you do? You watch it. Yeah. All day. You could watch this thing all day. It's 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 so bad. It's fascinating, it's isn't it? Oh, so it's stupid, so stupid. Brilliant. I love right. it. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this guy doing. This guy's yes. juggling swords. I'm yep. watching this I'm next watching thing. It. You know, it's like, wait a minute here. The next one is like, this guy's singing a song. Then I get 30 seconds of a funny joke from somebody. It's amazing. And you're like, oh, my God. I need more time with this. That's it. Okay. So I get how you get addicted to it. Why is it dangerous? Why Why am I being told by little Marco Rubio, right? Senator Actually, Trump was the first one. He said we need to ban TikTok, and he put it out there to ban it two years ago, and everybody said, oh, you're being stupid. Now you've got both right and left going, you know, we need to get rid of this. Thing. Well, I just I don't know what the answer is. Why do we need to get rid of it? China. So? Uh, All right, so everything that's made from China that's sent here to the United States, we shouldn't use either. No, but this one wants to spy on us in China. Wearing a T-shirt is one thing, although if they can figure out how to use that against us, they probably will. Uh, but the reality is is they're using it in a way where they're trying to get into all of your information and data. So, you know, some states have already banned it on phones. To, so if you work for the state and they give you a phone, you can't have TikTok on it because they're they're going to be able to spy on that and eventually potentially get inside to all your information inside of, you know, your state or your county or whatever it is. I don't care. I want to watch the video. I want to watch the reels. I don't care. Well, you can watch the reels on the old Facebook. No, I don't want to do that. Let's just say that I want to watch it on, on Well, if you're, if you're on TikTok. your personal phone right now, you can uh -huh. do that. Some states are saying no. Okay, but we just, should get rid of it altogether. Right, but there are lawmakers that are saying, let's ban it. Yeah. So now I can't use something I want to use? It's going to be tough. So man. we're going to ban that. But, and, and that's the most, like, I don't understand it. What are they going to, what is China going to do to me? Me personally. If Nothing I'm a, to you personally, okay. except for the fact that you work for a company like Bonneville. And yeah. we've already had issues here with, uh, you know, uh, you know the, if you will, being hacked and whatnot. Could you imagine if you're you're answering an email on your phone mm -hmm. that we all get annoyed after the 27th time they ask you to, hey, right now you can't access your email. You have to, you know, go in and do What happens if, they, if they're able to attach something and it doesn't have to be the lost leader anymore? They can attach some data information, get in the back way, and all all of a sudden, they're acting. Yeah, but I don't care. I want to watch the video. Well, I know and you, you know don't what? Care. That's what everybody is saying. Well, that is it. We've opted into giving up our freedom, right? So what's just so why so why do we have lawmakers deciding everything for us? If we want to watch it, if we want to put ourselves at risk, let's let's watch the videos because there are people out there on TikTok like I'm not giving it up. Oh, I've given you giving up some personal stuff. Yeah, uh, may, are they spying on you? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'm not I giving it up. Care. I want to watch the video. I know that. Okay. By the way, I've said a lot of bad things about the Chinese communist government. So should they take over the world, I'm uh, probably going to be in a lot of trouble. Luckily, it's never going to happen. But, uh, you know, th th this is what their aim, their aim is long term. On top of that, the influence they have mm -hmm. is tremendous with the youth of America in particular. Their algorithms push not good things that kids do, but bad things. Give me an example. Uh, you know, so if you're in China. Mm-hmm. No, but American kids. Well, here's the thing. Let me show you the difference. If you're in China 
if you get great grades and you're doing something really good that's positive, especially if it's for, towards the Communist Party, mm-hmm. they'll elevate that. If you're in America, they wouldn't elevate that. What they would do, though, if a kid jumps off a roof because he's a ding-dong or goes out and goes, hey, guys, I ate a Tide Pod, they're going to, let's push this up because that's what they do. It's so a what? long game. Why? So how is that hurting me? It's not hurting you. First of all, you don't even have it, so you're not the no, one no, that no, have no. a conversation. No, I'm talking about with. the person that jumped off the roof. How is that? If I, that was me, how is that hurting? Because me? it's pushing things into kids' heads. Okay. that should shouldn't be elevated. So we should get rid of YouTube. Then we should get rid of Facebook. We should get rid of Twitter. We should get rid of everything. Well, then. YouTube and 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 uh, Facebook. They're trying to get rid of as much craziness as they can. So we should. You're get not going to of... be able to get rid of all of it. But Let's... the difference is, one of them would like to take over the world and make it in the image of themselves, where they have lockdowns that last forever. Well, then let's get rid of jackass. Let's get rid of ridiculousness. Let's get. That I've show. never let's seen get... jackass. But I'm just that. saying, you, you, if, you, 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 then we need to get rid of everything. Everything that's going to you know, pu- push thing. a kid towards getting on a roof. If we're going to be idiots, let us be idiots. Right. I don't need China telling us how to be idiots and pushing us into something that is going to benefit them long term and hurt the globe. Yeah, but do you need the government here in America telling us what we can watch and what we can't watch? Well, you can still, by the way, most of these things you can see anywhere. But here's the thing. It is a foreign company, even though it's, quote, unquote, run by, uh, you know, Americans and North Americans. The reality is we all know it's a bunch of BS. They can spy. Do you care that they spy? You don't. So why no. So why should we even? Of, let's get rid of Alexa. Let's get rid of Siri. Let's get rid of all that yeah, stuff. I don't have any of those things. I don't well, need you're to be a robot. Uh, real quick, wise man. Banning an app in our country just kind of feels to me like something China would do in their country. <laughs> That's a good point. They do that all <laughs> the time. Yeah. It just feels wrong, even if it's for good reasons. Hmm. Yeah. All and right. it's not, by the way, they can try to do this all they want. It's too late for that now. All right. Coming up next, uh, let's see. We go from TikTok to the Grinch. Uh, apparently, the Grinch is coming to a town here in the Valley, and he's uh, taking the I-17. Nice. We'll explain next. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, are you locked in? I'd like to be. That seems weird. I don't know what that means. Is that how bad we are? We have to lock people in to listen to us? Is that what it just said? (laughs) You're locked into the Gatos and Chad Show? Locked into the Gatos. I don't think anybody wants to be locked in. No. No. We're not good in this country Uh, being told what to do. No. You got to do this. Like, I'm doing the exact opposite. Yeah. Don't But it's going to be good for you. Yep. Nope. Doing the other thing. Don't tell me I need to be locked in anywhere. We need to change that for next year. You guys are here out of the kindness of your hearts and because you got nothing else going on. You guys are here because there's nothing else on at 451 on the radio. Oh, good to see. You know what I mean? But so, are you locked in? Hey, we understand. Number one in your hearts. Not in the ratings, but number one in your hearts. And we're fine with that. <laughs> That's right. And remember, we're funny. What do you mean we're f- That's what I heard. We don't keep saying that. We are. Like, like, you're the person that walks around going, hey, guess what? So I have a great... I'm fun. I'm a funny guy. No. Deal people who funny. say they're funny aren't that funny. Well, and you're funny, so stop saying no, you're but funny. I have to, after, you know what? We don't have that on our... We just locked people in. I don't want to lock anyone in. It's not very fair. You guys, nice. Listen, you guys can leave whenever you want. It's a free service. You can listen to the radio. As soon as we start sucking, you, you can... And how about the? As soon as you know we start to stink, Becky Lynn's coming up to save the show. That's right. Okay? We can do that. Doing my part. Thank you, Becky You're Lynn. welcome. The only good part of the show, you and Detour Dan, in all honesty... You're not that good over there. No, Neither am I. No. no. Anyway. I always tell everybody, I, no, I do not overvalue my importance in life. I'm important to some kids yeah. and my wife yeah. and some family members. That's right. If, you guys, if we all disappeared yesterday Bam. and we went back, nobody would care. You guys would be fine out there. Anyway, 
Uh, did you see the Grinch on the, uh, I think it was the I-10. Uh, the Grinch on the I-10. Fantastic. And DPS pulled him over. Last week, an AZ trooper spotted a driver in the HOV on the I-10 at Avenue Boulevard with, you know, something suspicious in the front. Okay, so it's one of those things where, right, you got somebody driving and they've got like a puppet sitting next to them. They're thinking, yeah. no one's going to pull me over because that counts as a second passenger. Eh, not the case. Avenue Boulevard with, you know, something suspicious in the front. Because I'm green, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, who was that? Was that John Hook? Oh, are we getting? I some... think that was Hook. Was that Hook doing uh, the Grinch, the impersonation? <laughs> <laughs> the trooper then stopped the driver and determined the grumpy green guy was in fact an inflatable Grinch, hmm. not a passenger. Yeah. Uh, DPS reminding everyone: if you do drive in the HOV lane without a passenger, you're going to be cited. But thanks for the laugh. Yeah, you're not pulling the wool over anybody's eyes, man. It's a green, something green sitting next to you. Yeah. Like, what have we seen before? Well, you usually get a skeleton, right? Somebody always does that's something funny. funny like that. A skeleton. Uh, mannequins are always a big. A mannequin is, at least that's all you can almost buy. Hey, that looks like a passenger. At least yeah. it's a mannequin. Yeah, I would do, uh, uh, I've seen some clever ones where uh, they get pulled over for other reasons. You find out the legs, like they have somebody's, like the shoes, like they're putting their feet up and the, the things leaned back and you think, well, somebody's in the car because the legs are up and they get pulled over and you're like, nope. And you're like, well, that's kind of clever at least. Becky Lynn, you remember the guy who was speeding? All over the valley on the highways, where and this is when we had the the cameras up, and he was wearing it like a gorilla mask. Yes, I remember that. I'd forgotten about him. You've got to prove that that's you. Yeah. And if you're wearing a mask, you could just say, "Listen, that's not me. That's, that's somebody yeah, else driving my right. car." <laughs> it's the guy that works at the Phoenix Suns. It's not that. What's his name? Orange. What's his name? Mister Orange. All right. See, the good part of the show is coming up. Becky Lynn has the five o'clock KTAR news expansion. You're not locked into it. All right. Enough of the locked in.